Welcome, everyone. Can you hear me out there? I'm buried under 15 feet of snow. Uh, we're coming through a wormhole of the internet to you tonight. So if you do hear any weirdness in the audio, just blame Father Winter. And um, I will make sure that he gets your complaints. I'd like to check in with everybody before we get going here. Let's just go around the horn. Uh, for those of you who don't know, actually, really quick, uh, I, I recently became a, a classroom teacher. I taught music before and taught technology before. I've been a classroom teacher, and sometimes I run circle time for my classes. And I've actually found that listening back to our sessions, you guys, when I check in with you, but how y'all doing? And we go one at a time at the beginning. Those are some of our best episodes. So, let's go around. Zach, how you doing tonight? Not too bad. I'm uh, on the upswing. Had some stressful days of late, mm -hmm. but they have all made uh, positive turns for the better. That's so. good and very articulate yeah. of you. If, if you could condense that down stuff. to like a... Okay, yeah, yeah, I know about that. So if you could condense it down to like a, a weather check, like stormy or cloudy or partly sunny, what would you say? Um, partly cloudy with a chance of thunderstorms. Okay. A small chance. Small chance. Got it. It's realistic. It's good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Che, there's a weather check from you. How are you doing today? Mm. I'm all right. Uh, did my taxes, so that's nice. Great. Wow. None of my uh, kindergartners say that. I'll tell you that. What the hell, kindergartners? <laughs> <laughs> How come they haven't done their taxes? No, I know I think, they're they're slacking. Yeah, it's for me. I think it'll be like a dense dense fog. Okay, dense fog. Yeah. Okay, a good day for a hot beverage and some D and D. Yeah, get a hot toddy, sit out on the porch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretend duke. that you slay an orc or something. Huh? Uh, huh? <laughs> That's what you do on a foggy day. Michael, how are you doing, Michael? Uh, I'm pretty good. What about um, a weather check? Weather check? Oh, the sun is, I can still see the sun as it's going down now, which is normally not yeah. the case when we're playing. Days are getting longer. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, it's good. Um, yeah. Cool. Is, that, is that what it, is that what the yeah, assignment yeah. was? I mean, <laughs> it works. That works. Sharing how you how you feel. You're good watching the yeah. sunset. It's nice yeah. having the extra sun at the end of the day. I like it. Uh, yeah. Jesse, you're even farther to the uh, to my west. Um, this, I'm, I'm the I'm pretty far west from you, Ben. I don't think where I is could the sun you. in relation to you right now? Is it above you, high in the sky? It's almost it's just a hair off directly above me. Um, wow, my that must my be day nice. per, my day <laughs> as weather is icky sticky humid. Wow, so I'm I looking out my window right now at a barn covered in about two feet of snow. And it is pitch black outside. So that just goes to show <laughs> how different <laughs> things can be. Take that, flat earthers. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's some good shit. Okay. We just lost 75% of our, our audience. Oh, no. <laughs> Secretly, everyone on Podbean. Thanks on Podbean for the follows lately, by the way. I love it. I love seeing those come in. Uh, everyone on Podbean's a flat earther. I've been posting a lot in a bunch of flat earther forums with our 
with our podcast mm. link, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so is Kasur actually yeah, yeah, yeah. a flat Earth? I'm like fantasy? linking the map, okay. and I'm like, look, it's flat. Look, there's ice on the edges of the map. Look. See, it's the exact same. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that was good. I think we accomplished what we set out to do. See you guys next week. Nice. Bye, guys. See you. Did we level, did, did we level up from that? You did level up. You're level 14 now. Oh, like, oh, as, as people, not as D&D characters. Just as like, people. <laughs> you're now a level 14 What are you going to do person. with your uh, attribute bonuses? You actually didn't uh, get any. What? Yeah, it's all just negatives from here on out. It's all negatives. <laughs> as you level up every 365 days, you slowly lose your attributes. That is true. Can I take a feet and just get dry skin? Because this humidity is killing me over here. It's so <laughs> muggy. <laughs> I like that dry skin feet. Uh, that sounds real weird. So you're like, telling me, I hear yeah. you saying that the, the skin on your feet is very dry. Dry, yeah. You might want to mm. get like some lotion. I could, I could go post on those forums too with our podcast. Wait, okay. So, and let's <laughs> rein it back in from SRD feet. Hashtag SRD feet. Um, Let's get some AI art of uh, <laughs> feet. Oh no, uncanny feet. So let's play some D and D. Let's play some D and D. So last time, <laughs> last time on the Goblin Feet podcast. Actually, not a bad name for a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's, good. Not, it's not that bad. It's not Goblin Feet. As you guys reach, <laughs> as you guys reach the end of this hallway and you made your way through the facility, you came eventually to a row of intact pods. It's Molly suspended in a glass-like cell with this pink energy behind her. Finally, there she is, but her body was contorted in a way that made it clear that she was in some pain. So I guess that hints that there's someone still in there. You pull her apart from the wall and try to wake her, but her eyes do not open. You get her up on top of your snake and try to carry her out of here. And a woman appears before the party as you take in your surroundings. This apparition, she said something like, congratulations, you dispatched the queen. Now you've found the captives. You're really on a roll. You've come a long way since those pathetic flame keepers, the Koyars. Unfortunately, this run of yours, while impressive, is over. Say hello to the good doctor for me. It's been far too long. And then she fl- 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 flickers out of existence before you. To a person from a fantasy world, an apparition like this in front of you, even when people are using words like facility and, uh, you know, there's clearly technological bays that these people have been placed in. This is, this is magic. I like the word magitech sometimes because uh, it goes to back to a saying that I, I say sometimes, which is just because we know how it works doesn't mean it's not magic. 
In this case, you don't know how any of this stuff works. But it's clearly advanced technology of some sort going on here. Molly is, other than looking kind of worse for wear, clean. Um, looks like she's been fed between now and the last time you've seen her. She doesn't have any obvious wounds. She looks okay. As this is going on, thump, 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 down the hallway, the shattered, open, gaping hole in the southern part of the hall. This creature rounds the corner. It is humongous, rippling muscles and sinews, and a blue hide. It's a frogman, and it roars in your direction, bellowing its deep throat pouch. <laughs> I believe there were some readied actions in case something bad came. Uh, yeah, I was holding a mind sliver. Uh, so I'm just like waiting until I see this thing holding my uh, hand out. Um, okay. And I say to it as it, as I see it like come to a skittering stop in front of the the wall through this uh, mm -hmm. like prison wall. What is it? Like an iron barricade? What's it's, the word? It's like uh, there's like it's prison Some bars and, and they prison kind of bars. look like this one actually looks like it's been kind of hastily repaired. Paired. You see, there's like yeah. the um, if you look at the, the cells to the north, they look a little bit more uniform and straight. The ones here, there's broken stone, tools, and kind of jagged metalwork, like haphazardly put in by not very skilled craftsmen. Um, he so skids I, in front of you like like the demo dogs in Stranger Things, you know, like <laughs> right in front and, of you. And I had just finished locking the door in front of mm -hmm. me. Yep. Um, pull, pull out the key, um, hold the key in my hand and point it at him and uh, just say, do you know where you are? And cast Mind Sliver. Um, okay. DC, what is my D? It's 14. 14. What is the saving throw? It's an intelligence saving throw. Interesting. Intelligence saving throw. DC 14. Coming right up. What do you think this creature's intelligence score is? I mean, bets? it is a doctor. Yeah, it's high. It's high. Unless it uses, it loses its intelligence when it changes forms yeah. into this. Thing. Or it's maybe it's a wise when it doctor. it changes form mm. into this thing. Interesting. Well, mm -hmm. it rolled a... Uh, a number on the die and what? its modifier affected that number and it failed the saving throw mysterious we okay, see awesome. your key point at it and like the camera snakes over towards mm -hmm. its face and its eyes go wide what happens um i think that yeah it, it's just inside <laughs> of uh the uh the doctor's head um so i okay. think he just winces in pain um, as he takes uh, 2d6 psychic damage. 2d6 psychic damage. Um, that's only 5. But he also okay. has to subtract a d4 from his next saving throw before the end of my next turn. Okay. Minus 1d4 for next turn. 
from yeah, a, for a saving, saving throw. throw. Okay. Yeah. Mm, very nice. Um, and that was just my reaction, right? But I, I guess I'll that ask was your my reaction. other questions and on my turn. Go ahead. Well, so unless you feel like it's important to ask now. Uh, no, I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't be able to, like, do anything else right now anyway. In this moment. Okay. Yeah. Another so I think ready I just action. take him in and, uh, like, step away, like, if I can, like, a, a yeah. foot or two back. Sure, sure. Go right ahead and next move to back. This is, you guys had this time as this apparition is talking to you, and you hear this, like, this thing almost, like, waking up, you know, and thumping around, splashing, coming down the hallway. She introduces to you the creature. All during this time, you could be, like, readying something to do, you know. And uh, here, he, here he is, and you do your thing. You can back away, too, if you need yeah, to. Yeah, my ship, my my shield bumps into Karzalek a little bit as I step Clank. back. I look at him and I nod uh, affirmatively and I pull out my sword and uh, get ready for action. And all that's right. That's all I'll do. Crow, did you also have a readied action? I feel like uh, Bart and I were just getting Molly up on top of the snake and okay. getting her out of her little, uh, you it, know, her. It, I just finger. had a note saying readied actions. So I wasn't sure if it was plural I or. I don't remember reading ones. So I'll say no. That might okay. have been with. Uh, the other uh, character that we interacted with, though, the woman. But she's, she's gone. gone. Right? Yeah. So yeah, which but, woman? But we the... did have ready. I remember we had ready to action. Oh, ready actions re- relating to her. Crow, yeah. Crow took that action too. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Like I attacked her. Oh, you attacked her more. apparition, and, and that's how you yeah. know it's an apparition is that she right. disappeared. And yeah, got it, got it, got it. So here we are then. That was ready to actions. Yep. Or, and uh, cars also oh, had ready action as well to. Uh, That's what I was asking. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah, to take a swing at the thing if it if it gets close. Yeah, it's like if like whatever that thing charging down the hallway was, cars was gonna try send one through the bars. Sounds like so a then go shot. for it. Yeah, yeah. All no, right. I mean you could. There's wide enough gaps. You could potentially. You're trying to send a, a thrown weapon. Uh, with a, a blaze ball swing. Oh, a blaze the, ball. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But that's only a twelve to hit. 12. Let's see. Does a 12 hit this thing's AC? This fireball goes between the bars and moves towards this creature. Pretty close range, only about 10 feet, 15 feet away. And it just ducks down on all fours and it goes right over the top of its head. Rude. All right. Cars then feeling uh, in reaction to Spark setting up against him. Gets, gets the bat ready for another swing and just hunkers down. It looks like they're in for a in for a brawl. All right. Well, only thing left. Roll me initiative. Oh yeah. Whoa. Ooh, All right, that's not great. Go ahead and tell me when you got it. It's a twenty for Karzalek. 20 for Karzalek. Okay. 20 for Bartholomus Fadone. What are the Fadone's inish bone? D- dose. Dose. And Karzalek, what's your initiative bonus? Uh, Uno. So then a 20 with two first is Bart. Then a 20 Cars. What do we got for Spark? Spark got a six. Six for Spark. Yeah. We know where Spark stands. And Crow? 14. 14. 
Okay. Let me roll. Let me roll for uh, my giant constrictor snake too. Yep. Roll for your giant constrictor. Let me roll for my guy. Something else, but yeah, you gotta think of that when when it comes to you. It'll make sense. Ten for the big snick. Ten. I think I got it, folks. We're doing it old-fashioned style, pencil and paper tonight. I try to do this at the library all the time by force of habit. So, first, round one. Bart Fudd, you are just now putting your daughter up onto the back of this snake. And we see for a minute a flash of you remembering putting her up when she was just really little in the back of the cart to go into town to the fair to see the animals in Schlossglesher. You're back here. What do you do? All right. I think there's a moment of <laughs> like all these things at once and then hearing the noise from behind him of his friend shouting because Bart can't actually see over there, but I assume I can hear oh, yeah. people making noise and stuff like that. Uh, and so, um, Actually, you know what? I'm going to do something here. It's do it. light enough. It's light enough in here that you should be able to see. Uh, with the ambient light from all these cells, I think Purple. it would allow you to see. So I'm going to reveal the whole map. We've explored this map now. So here we are. Boom. Cool. Can you all see daylight mode? It's nice and colorful. Woo. Yeah. Okay. All right. You can so see now. Bart is going to like be nestling Molly into the big snake. Gonna like pat the snake quickly on the head and look at look into one of its giant eyes and be like, follow, but keep her safe. If you need to run, you run. And then he's gonna turn and be like, cars, spark, what's going on? One. Two, three, move over towards y'all. Boop, 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 mm -hmm. boop. Boop, boop, boop. Moving past cells of humanoids held perfectly motionless inside their dreams. Hmm. And then, uh, Bart will go ahead, look at this giant freaking whatever the hell it is. Blue frog man. Yep. Giant and blue then, frog man. Just kind of set his jaw and be like, no, so close. You're so close. We're getting out of here. I'm going to stomp his foot and raise his hands and we're going to conjure animals. All right, here we go. I want <laughs> you to look up conjure animals because my internet is so, the shit right now. Would you let, I, I'm fine with doing one challenge rating two or two challenge rating ones. Let's do one challenge rating two. Okay. We haven't so done much of that yet. I could do okay. a giant boar, a snake, an elk, a shark, a pleosaurus, a polar bear. <laughs> I'm just imagining it. Sorry. I got stuck on a shark for a second there. <laughs> yeah. so anyway, I can open a tab for this. I could, <laughs> I could just link you with the options if you want. No, no. I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. I think we just we keep with... Uh, with the theme here, um, out of the floor itself, a floor tile pops up very much like when you saw Plet Plop Sewell be assaulted for just a moment by a bunch of uh, fey uh, what were they, wolverines coming out of the floor. 
porcupines? I forget what it was. The wolverines. Badgers. It was badgers. Badgers, of course. Yes. So just like when the badgers popped up a floor tile and just sort of started to swarm out of there, this circular snake-like motif on the floor tile swirls and pops off some of the ceramic as this creature rises up from underneath. And it bears this very striking similarity to your snake. It's another snake. It's another snake. Okay. Um, Right next to this thing. Let's see. Does it roll initiative now as well? It will. I'm seeing if I'm going to do anything else on my turn. I think... Um... Nope, that's it. So I'll roll initiative okay. for this thing. 18. 18. Not bad. Next, in the order, Karzalek Grotze. All right. Mm. You are 10 feet away from this thing. 15, maybe. And... Okay, so Cars is 10 feet away from this thing, and the only thing separating us from the Hulking monstrosity is a very ramshackle rickety gate. Yeah, it's like, look at the first lower part of the gate, clearly yep. strong, built well. Look at this part of the gate, clearly patched. You can see the tools, and they recently, like, welded with just these horrible, ugly, runny welds bars back onto a frame. I mean, you gotta think, why are the bars here? This entire place should be in their cells. Remember the one to the north, though? The hallway to the north, filled with shackles and blood? Um, and then, you know, you gotta wonder, what what's it like if maybe someone in one of these cells doesn't want to be in anymore and maybe wakes up? Good point. All right. Cars is going to do three things in that case. Uh, first, he is going to take another ranged swing with the blaze ball bat. Okay. That is a 23 to hit. 23 is going to be a hit. Through the bars, second strike hits true. Boom. And that is for a total of 11, 14 damage, 11 bludgeoning and three fire. 11 bludgeoning and three fire. Very interesting. Okay. Secondly, Cars is going to look at Spark and Bart coming up behind them and just shout out, do do either of you have any idea of how we could get out of here? Is the, did anyone see an exit out the back or are we going through? <clears throat> I think Bart is going to have uh, kind of crazed look in his eye and just kind of be like, kill it, kill it. <laughs> just kill it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. And I think Cars is actually going to take one step. He's going to move back five feet, just one block. Okay. Especially with this giant snake seething out of the ground. It's like, okay, hold on a second. It's about to be a rumble in the jungle up in here. Okay. <laughs> and he will end his turn. All right, next in the order, blue snake outside with the blue slot. 
I presume it attacks. Um, yes. You wanted to constrict it as a giant constrictor snake would do. Let's construct. You should go ahead and roll us an attack of a constricting nature. Yeah, 12. 12 is not a hit. All right, snake tries to twirl has... around this fellow but cannot twirl. It, I think it, it wraps around him and the slod gets preoccupied by this for a second and grabs its body and just like hefts it out of the way like it's nothing. But he's just, he's now circling around trying to not get encircled by the snake. Heck. Okay. <clears throat> uh, just for size comparison, I mean like, I would imagine maybe the snake's diameter is like the diameter of this frog's bicep. That, it, it's big. Okay. Okay. Big so, frog. Big frog. It's a large-sized creature. Um, the first large-sized frog you have encountered that is humanoid, I think. Hmm. All right. So, next in the order. It's its turn. Let's go. Let's see what it can do. Okay. So, where this fireball just hit this thing, blackened the uh, the shoulder, the left shoulder of it, and there's audible squelch and sizzle. There just permeates this weird hall as it lands. You're shouting back and forth to each other. And then you look at it. All of you probably have your eyes trained on it as you're trying to figure out what to do next. And that blackened spot starts to, like, bubble. And it just regrows the skin right over that spot. Hmm. Interesting. He's a grower. <laughs> next... It's going to roar again. And it is going to move to the bars. One step. And it is going to... Let's see, I can move. So, what this thing would like to do is push the snake five feet away from it. Um it is going to attempt to best it in a strength contest. It grabs onto the snake as it moves its back up to the bars. And Che, I need you to roll me a athletics or acrobatics for the snake. I don't think it has proficiency. Okay. I got a total of 13 on the die. 18 total for a snake. 18 total for the slot. What's the modifier? Or we just want to roll again. Uh, Wait, how does that work? I mean, I, I think uh, neither of those things actually. Contested. Know, so hold on, it's contested. Um, it's either meet the DC or don't. So the DC in this situation is, uh, who wins in a tie? Yes, yes, a grapple five e. Oh, fucking hell. He wins a grapple contest. The checks tie. Yeah, thank you. Hi. Okay. Or you could just say ties go to the player. Okay, if 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 the contest results in a tie, the situation remains the same as it was. Remains the, the same. Contest. I remember so, that. Ungrappled. That. So yeah. ungrappled. So not shoved in this case. Yeah. Crabs on the snake. Snake is too slippery. Okay. <laughs> so that is, um, that is going to be one of its attack actions here. 
And then it's going to get frustrated, wrap its arms fully around the snake, and then bite it. It's rude. <laughs> it, it's rude. trying to just get this thing out of the way. But Imagine this is going to eat it now. A snake. You just meet like, a snake. I'm going to bite you. I'm going to bite you real hard right now in the middle of your snake bod. Okay, here we go. Natural one. God damn it. See, you know, <laughs> I, I wish this monster was more intimidating. Just remember this if you ever think that I'm fudging the rolls over here. That's a natural one. Okay. Ooh. As one more attack. <laughs> It is going to get really frustrated. It's gumming into this wibbly wobbly snake and it can't seem to get any good purchase with its teeth. It is going to rip into the hide of it with a claw. Here we go. Big money. Natural three. Let's just move on. So next in the order, as this thing flails I mean, what, what's around its, the snake. I, mean, it has, I only have a 12 AC, so. Moving on. So it is is now Crow's turn. Crow, you are standing behind this snake that Bart Fudd has summoned. And you see Molly on the snake being carried out. And I think for one second, you're just a little overcome with this moment. And you remember back multiple times Molly visited and you visited her home. You guys attended many events together. And what maybe didn't come immediately as a natural friendship eventually did. A wry comment here, a sarcastic joke there. At least the two of you could relate on that level and could poke fun at the world and all of its ridiculousness. But you look past her limp body held by this great serpent, and you see Bart and Karzalek and Spark squaring up against this creature that seems like it's busy with another monster outside. There's monsters in multiple directions. What do you do? Um, I move up to the front of the snake at first, and I'll yell up to Bart, and I'll say, Bart, I can take Molly, and we can get out if you can just hold that thing back, if that's what you want me to do. I think Bart will turn around, but I go, go, just get your home, safe, I'll meet you there. I will uh, cast Invisibility on Molly. Oh, okay. Interesting. Molly becomes invisible. And, as um, a cloak of shadows. Oh, I, I think, uh, like, as I'm doing that, I'm uh, hauling her, like, kind of onto my back. I have uh, taken the advanced tip of looking at the average weight for halflings and goblins. Mm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, I don't know what Molly's uh, body size is. So the average is, like, 35 to 40 pounds. So yeah, as long as she's um, not plus gear, she, she's not wearing any like Opening heavy gear or anything right really now. Quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you this, Che. Like you know, don't worry about her rations or anything. She's wearing like clothing and right. does not have anything on her. She's pretty much plain. Gear. Yeah, not naked, but like wearing like normal clothes that she would wear under her armor. What is the average weight for halflings? 
uh, 40. Yeah, Molly Molly is 39 pounds. So there you go. So I'm just underweight. I can carry 47 pounds and still be under my maximum capacity. So you're good. I appreciate the attention <laughs> to detail. Because you know <laughs> Actually, sorry, certain it's things might pounds. I might ask. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of, uh, yeah, I lift her <laughs> onto my back. I probably am like carrying my backpack kind of on the side okay. now, like a satchel. Yeah, yeah. Molly Your army carrying back. her. Yep. And um, I start to, I guess, kind of move forward with her. Okay. The and snake. Then, um, yep. Hopefully starts to move <laughs> and like writhe around a little bit. Its last instruction was to keep her safe. And it like wraps its body dramatically around you not making any strong push to wrap you up in itself, but just okay, encircling <laughs> you. And it looks at Bart and its frill on its head opens one time. Bart would be like, come, Absu, she will take the, she'll take Molly, you, kill that thing. And I was like, whistle. Okay, it goes full Dilophosaurus, and then it coils away from Crow. So I have a little movement left, so I will use yeah. it if I can do so unimpeded. And yeah, I just start making can. my way towards the front of this room, thinking that the yeah, bars yeah. are the only way out at this time. Okay. Very good. And that's my turn. Next. It is Apsu the snake. Neck. Full Dilophosaurus frills. And now what? Uh, I mean, I you told, ordered I, it to kill, right? I so. told it to kill the the big blue the big blue man, so so you just run up and kill the big blue. I don't have control of the token if that's what you're waiting oh, for you to do. I I am waiting for that. Let me get yeah. control. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Is there a character sheet I could give it uh, represents or is there is one like that a, says more that you could that you could give. Here, if you I'll just to. I can just here we go. It's controlled by you now. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Probably okay. pretty crazy and unnerving to have this snake that just wrapped around you surge past you. It's like okay. with the order to kill and you're that. moving with Molly <laughs> away from that. All right. Absu uh, snake boy is going to come wriggle right behind cars of luck. And that's all it can do. Okay. So. Okie dokie. Next up, Spark at the front, right next to this blue creature. Okay. Um, so Cars like just stepped back. I'm looking at this thing. I'm, do I get the sense that it's a humanoid? Absolutely, it's a humanoid. I mean, it has okay. it has humanoid, you know, okay. four four limbs, a head, two eyes, mouth. Okay. Um walks upright um, somewhat. I am going to... Uh, I'm going to step forward and uh, push my shield up against the door. Or the gate, rather. Um, and try to, like, basically brace it. And okay. I, I'm going to be looking at the thing right next to me. I'm going to look up it, at it in the eyes and point my sword at its eyes. And I'm going to just say, Hold still and cast uh, <laughs> pulled person um, oh. with um, 
the thing that gives it disadvantage oh. called heightened spell. So I'm going to use three sorcery points and cast hold person. Um, so it I takes see. a wisdom save with disadvantage. Okay. So DC 14. Roll minus me. the D4 of my mind. We're gonna focus. we're gonna introduce something right now here. I, that's a great it's a great point there that you've made. I will respond, but in a way that you might not have expected. Cool. I would like you to roll me 1d6 on a 1 to a 3. You're going to fail to grasp what exactly is going on here and okay. follow through with your action. Yeah, and it's, not, a four it's not like a and touch a, spell. It's, yeah, yeah, I'm sure yeah, you, on you a, know on everything. A four and a, I know, I know about, yeah. about, cool. uh, about the spell mm-hmm. for this situation. So on a 4 and a 5, you are going to succeed somewhat, but there might be a complication. And on a six, it's all gravy. You're going to learn a lot and succeed. Uh-huh. So roll okay. me 1d6. Okay. That's a two. So you fail here. So you're going to cast hold person on this thing. It does yeah. have the traits of a humanoid. Mm-hmm. It is four limbs. But you feel, as you say, hold still. And what does it look like? Is there any visual component of your magic, or is it like something that would purely be happening within the mind of this creature? Um, I don't. Yeah, I think I don't know if there's anything very physical about it. Yeah, I think it's just a, a mind thing where okay, I like connect with something and then I concentrate yeah. on holding it. Got it. I, I understand how I can explain this. Okay, so you look at it and you already harmed its mind one time and it looked like it responded with pain when you did. It looks at you holding onto the snake, ripping at it, trying to get purchase on this thing. And it looks at you as you try to buzz its brain again. And it shakes its head one time like, <clears throat> acknowledging the, your intrusion. But all you see is that this black ichor is dripping from the back of its skull. You didn't notice it at first, but there's like something wrong. I mean, obviously you've never seen a bullywug that looks quite like this blue giant muscular walking, you know, almost knuckle running way. Um, But there's something like a wound at the back of its head. You're not Mm -hmm. quite sure what's going on with it, but it seems to like shake off whatever it is that you're trying to put out. Okay. Um, so did my heightened spell do nothing or did it I not is, spend those in points? In game speak, you, anyways, spent, you spent it and mm-hmm. it is immune to the condition that you are okay. trying to impose on it in this, in cool. this scenario. Awesome. Um, but right, you learned that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, it's not physically restrained right now, is it? It's just no, right it's not yet. All right. Um, um, that was my action. I guess I'll just use my bonus action to uh, second wind. Okay. Because I'm the not at full wind. HP right now, so I might as well. Uh, might as well get there. <laughs> pump up a little yeah. bit. Um, and yeah, I guess that'll be my turn. Okay. Round one comes to an end. Round two, it is Bart Fudd's turn. Artemis Fudd. <clears throat> okay. Um, Bart is going to move up 
behind Absu a little bit. Oh, wait. Um, oh. Sorry. Um, I had to roll for my wild magic surge. Oh, yes, and yes, I yes. literally, I literally mm-hmm. rolled a one. Okay, oh. so let's Wait, deal with that. So, let's, rewind. Rewind. So something's going to happen at the end of my turn. So, okay, well, so at the end, that's now then. So. Yes, exactly. Yeah, sorry. I should have. No, uh, you're good. Rolled that uh, I, I need to remind myself that that's something that happens on your I turn. I can't believe I rolled um, a one. I, fig- I rolled it by myself, <laughs> figuring it wouldn't matter, but. Right, yeah, yeah. We should just walk through it every time, and you should just say uh, to us what yeah. it is. Um, um, so, okay. So I roll <laughs> so a you, D100. You say, hold still. Mm-hmm. And it shakes off whatever this magic is. You roll your D100 and wild magic surges through you. I rolled a 34. Maximize the damage of the next damaging spell you cast within the next minute. Wow. As uh, like the, the sparks around my body just like... Yeah. And they're just like probably sparking until I cast the next spell. Interesting. I think there's like a red blinking alert inside your internal <laughs> heads up display that's, cool. that's like does not fucking compute. Like what <laughs> if you we tried to use this spell on this thing yeah. and it didn't work. And then your system goes into like this overclock. Very cool. Awesome. <clears throat> Sorry about okay. that. Okay. No, it's all good. No, it's, it's good. It now it's Bart's turn. About my turn. Yeah, figure out what Bart's <laughs> going to do. Um, Bart is going to move up to behind Absu, the snake, give him a little pat and like soothing touch and direction forward, like, go, oh, get them. And then you gave it to me, Ben, so we're going to use it. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now's the time. What's uh, happening? Bart, I think Bart I know. Will raise his ringed finger up to his face. Okay. And speak some words like and I think the what this is gonna look like when he uses it, he's gonna take the ring and put it in his mouth and like bite down on it, huh. like on his finger, and then there's gonna be like a shattering sound, and one of his eyes is gonna roll back into his head. The ring so splits have, into two floating yeah. shards that like are perfectly held together somehow. And we're gonna cast conjure animals again. <laughs> okay, conjure another set of animals. What would you like to conjure here in challenge rating land? Uh, why don't we do one this time since last time you did two. Okay, you want to do a, a little swarm of eight here? or? Oh, sorry, no, challenge rating one, one, so two. So so two creatures. Okay, I have that table open. So swooping from either side of the hallway uh, and shrieking are two giant eagles. Coming down from the rafters. Let me get giant eagles on the map. Okay, we'll go ahead and roll for their initiative. My brain had a fart moment for a second where I was like, I I searched for giant eagles, and I was Mm -hmm. like, why is there no giant eagles? I need two giant eagles right now. And I was like, oh, wait, (laughs) you take the S off. It's just giant eagles. 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 I I need two giant eagles right now. For their initiative, I need I need pictures of giant eagles in my office. I need pictures of giant eagles. <laughs> uh, there's one giant eagle. And there's one another giant, giant eagle. eagle. And what was their initiative roll? Sorry, say it nine. again. Nine. 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 Nine giant eagles. Love it. They swoop down. We got serpents. We got eagles. We got frogs. We got robots, then... dwarfs, goblins, humans. We're doing it. 
Bart is going to then bonus action, use his totem, and is going to put down a unicorn spirit totem. Oh uh, my. So that it hits like so. More things mm. on the field. Yes. Summoning character fantasy realized. Summon <laughs> yes. all things. <laughs> do, do you have the ability to put down the totem, or do I need to do that for you? Uh, you have to do it. You have the totem. Okay, so unicorn totem. Yep. This one, right? Meow. Where? Ping again for me. Uh, there. So next to the bars at the yeah, front. Okay, is. so just to set the scene again here for those listening along at home, we have. Outside this long hallway of cells that they found Molly Fudd in, along with Awa and Chib, who have not been removed from their cells yet, uh, and a few other commoners, um, we see a blue slot, a giant frog beast, fighting a snake, and now two giant eagles are swooping down from either side. Mm -hmm. And then a totem springs up just in the mix, like the seasoning on top. And that'll give everybody anything advantage else? to perceiving anything within a 30-foot area, if you need to, with a perception check. Um, but that is it. That is Bart's turn. Wow. Hello. Okay, next up, keeping it moving, best we can, Karzalek. Okay. Well, seeing Bart just unleash Conjure Hell on this thing, and thinking of self-preservation, Cars is going to run up 10 feet and he's going to actually help Spark brace this gate, thinking, well, maybe we can take this thing down without putting ourselves in the line of fire. And as he puts all his little short, stout, dwarven weight against this gate, he leans about, he looks over at Spark, who's clearly uh, sparking a little more, uh, more than usual. <laughs> Kind of just asks him, do you, do you have any more tricks in there that you can pull on this thing? As Cars knows by now that Spark can always seems to have some sort of like arcane shenanigans up his sleeve to pull out. I, I could blast it, but I, I can't really hold it still. All right, well, I, you know, let, let me try hold the gate and let's see if what else you have in there. We got it together. All right, and with that, Cars will nod his head in agreement, and he'll he'll just use his action to fully brace himself against that gate as well. Okay, so you guys are trying to hold the gate shut. Okay, correct. All right. Next up, it is the blue snake outside with the slot. Isn't it slad first? That was slad first. Nope. Mm, nope. It is not. It is blue snake outside with the slab. Oh, right. That's all right. All because right. you, uh, yeah, you I just cast it. And, yeah. Yeah. I remember now. All right. It's going to attempt to re reconstruct. Okay. Go ahead and roll your attack. Get that roll. Oh, yeah. 14 to hit. 14. That snake wraps itself again around this frog and it is just too strong it does not seem like uh it's gonna have an easy time constricting this behemoth it throws it off flop 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 okay, okay. slod's turn next it is just going to let's see uh it's going to reach over towards blue snake and it is going to attempt to claw it. First claw. 
That's better. Let's see. Uh, what's the AC of this thing? Well. Okay, yeah, that's a handy hit with a 14. No, wait, sorry, math. 17, yeah. So, um, yeah. Hit. Damage. I need my big dice here. Where are my... Oh, they're missing some. Um, do, 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 do. Okay, I got the enough. The snake takes 10 slashing damage and Oof. needs to make me a... DC 15 constitution saving throw. Right. 11 on the con save. Okay, 11 on the con save. So that's a fail. Mm -hmm. The snake's maximum hit points are reduced by 3d6 right now. Its maximum hit points is reduced by nine. So, all right. Next up, it's going to use another action. It's going to claw again. Claw, claw, claw. Natural 20. There Oof. we go. Okay. Oh, yeah. Its skin's boiling this turn again. It looks now fine. Like, like nothing happened to it. Um, yeah. It is going to deal double damage here to... Oh, you know what? Is named. He's named. Oh my god, what's his name? Uh, you might be able to find out this episode. Mm -hmm. From Nord Games, we got a card here that says something slipped. Your AC is reduced by 1d4 round. Uh, for 1d4 rounds. So this snake gets minus 2 AC for one round not that big of a deal minus two ac blue snake for one round okay and then now i'll do the i'll do the double damage with this thing so i'm gonna double the dice uh, uh 18 points of slashing damage Oofa. Okay, and um, I need you to make another DC 15 constitution saving throw. Another 11. Early, it is at 32 HP after taking that damage. You know what? Hold on, I'm reading something. It's a con nope, okay. Um, don't worry about that constitution saving throw. It's already made one. Okay, that is, <clears throat> so it's at 32. I, I, yeah. So its max has been reduced by a little bit. It can't repeatedly do the re reduction. Okay. So now it has one more attack. This one's going to be with a bite. Why would it bite, though? Because it tried to shove, and this thing wouldn't leave it alone. Uh, it's a 15 on the die, plus 8. Yeah, so that's going to be a hit. Oh, yup. That is nine points of piercing damage with the bite. No saving throw, no nothing. Okay, 23 HP. Okay, that is the end of its turn. Moving right along here, it is now Crow's turn. Okay, um, I might have cheated 
Accidentally. Oh, no. Yeah, no, so no. I've, I've never had it come up, the whole concentrating on a spell thing for my character. I've never had oh. more than one. Um, so my thought was I was going to cast invisibility on oh, Molly yeah. and then on myself. And then on that. yourself. You cannot. I thought I was actually wondering what the plan was yeah. with that. So um, I think looking at invisibility, it's everything I'm carrying also becomes invisible. So <laughs> we, we could just say that, like, I, in the moment, didn't re didn't remember how my own magic worked okay. and um, wasted a spell slot on Molly. Let's do this. Let's do this. You um, you you run over, you grab Molly, you, you volunteer to get her out of there, and you cast Invisibility, thinking maybe this is the time you can stretch it and get two people. You don't, you've never done the training for that, but... You've brute forced your way through some spells in the past. You think you could do it right now. And you don't. Now you try to throw your cloak or something over her because everything that you carry is invisible. And I want you to roll me 1d6 on a 1 through 3. It does not do enough to obscure... Would you rather... I'll ask you this. Uh, is your goal here to obscure you on a fail or Molly on a fail? Because you can't okay, so, on, on success. You'll you'll do both of you. Well, okay. So so what I'm thinking is the penalty for me doing it the wrong way is that I'm using, yeah. I'm wasting my entire spell slot making her invisible only to make her re-invisible when I do it myself. Like I don't think there is an impediment to me carrying an unconscious person and, and making her invisible with me. Like it just says, anything you're carrying is invisible. Anything. I guess it depends on how you define a thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like, you know, any any creatures. It's just anything. So, anything. Um, right. Okay. Yeah, it's so, weird, those things. It is. And I, I think we should leave that up to a 1d6 here. And okay. so a three. Mm -hmm. So you pick up Molly and she is fully invisible. You cast the invisibility on her. Right. And then you realize now you have spent that spell slot and you cannot transfer that onto yourself completely. But so you it, might it, need it, to... my, my worry is that I have to stop concentrating on Molly being visible to also make myself invisible. invisible. That is the problem. Yeah, you would. And you can't simultaneously be making both you and another target creature invisible, I don't think. Well, I mean, Unless we're, we're kind defining... Of just, uh... It's the anything thing. you carry. Yeah, it's anything. Like, so if, if I... a conscious person, I would say definitely not, you know? It's like carrying a body or whatever. So, but I mean, so that's... Does it say in the spell any thing that you carry? And thing, most definitely in this case, is defined as an unconscious person. But a conscious person, it's just, that seems to me like a... a I think a way that the dice would have decided maybe to stretch the rules, but the dice did not decide to stretch that rule. Okay, so what's the outcome here? I'm a little... I'm a little you made her invisible, and uh -huh. you cannot simultaneously concentrate to make two creatures, two targets, invisible. Okay. So I want to stop concentrating on her being invisible and make myself invisible. Okay. <laughs> now she is no longer invisible. So then I stop concentrating. I cast invisibility on myself and all okay. the things that I'm carrying, including Molly. Interesting. 
I want to get a poll of the players here. So, do we think in Kasur that things are people when they are carried by someone doing an invisibility spell? So if I have a monster, say that can come out of the mist and grab somebody and then cast invisibility, that then the creature, the character, the PC that I've grabbed is invisible because I'm carrying that thing would have to be incapacitated or and or unconscious or there have to be conditions That's a good associated. Point, yeah. I mean, like, like, so basically what breaks invisibility, like someone cannot resist being made invisible, but they can break their own invisibility that someone else cast by either attacking or casting a spell themselves. That's, okay, that's a good so point, like too. They can I'm, consciously I'm choose to no longer They can consciously choose to no longer be invisible, but so long as they're in contact with this person casting invisibility, they can turn things that they're carrying invisible and we'll say that for the way this magic works that carrying is fully supporting it with your own strength um like you can carry the a house by wrapping your arms around the foundation and leaving it in place um but it's all, all very interesting i will i will say i will go back on the 1d6's result then you uh you are able to stretch this rule here and make her invisible while carrying this incapacitated person. I agree with Michael. It needs to have some sort of condition to it. But yeah. yes. That makes sense to me too. And also, like, I am paying the price of using up two spell slots. True. Which kind of sucks you too. are? Yeah, <laughs> that just kind of sucks. That's my last one. So. Oh, no. Um, yeah, but cool. I like that. That's, that's interesting. And I think we all learned something about how magic yeah. at least works in this world. Sure. And I mean, as, a, as an added thing, I imagine with like, you know, crow carrying molly like it's there's very little i mean with your hands full with an unconscious body which is already a cumbersome task like it's you know i feel like just action wise crow is so restricted already by that Mm -hmm. you know if it was just crow like crow could be running and dashing and climbing and doing all kinds of things but but holding a body she can really just i can move move. yeah Yeah. okay that makes sense carry on with your turn here please all right so i uh i cast the spell again in a way that makes sense this time uh, realizing that in my panic I messed up mm. and uh, wasted a valuable bit of my own resources but that's okay we all make mistakes um, so all, now we're both invisible and I just move so I okay. uh, one, two, three, I'm kind of waiting for an opening where I can get out like obviously we're holding the thing closed I see but uh, I will whisper to like um, Cars and Spark. I'm right behind you. I have Molly, and if there's a chance for me to run past, I'm gonna take it. Not yet. Just plug your ears real quick. <laughs> My hands are full. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, then here we go. Next yeah. up is uh, Interior Snake turn. Interior snake <clears throat> alligator. Um, what does it do? Well, I mean, I think I think snake would just try to get out. Okay. To attack this thing. So. so the one way that I think that you could get out here is barred by your friends currently. Is this? You said this was kind of rickety. Yeah, you could break it. Could Snake just try to ram through? Absolutely, Snake could try to ram through. Let's have the Snake attempt to ram through the gate. Whoosh! Uh, What do you want? Strength check? 
Yeah, strength check. Yeah, it's an 11. These snakes love rolling 11s. <laughs> Clonk up against the side. It clearly dents it a little bit, but does not break through with that action. Okay, I think that's probably all I can do here. Yeah, I think so. Okay, next up, it is uh, the giant eagle's turn. That's who it is. The giant <laughs> eagle's turn. Come on, giant eagles. eagles. What you got? <laughs> okay. Hey, they understand common. That's interesting. Uh, all right. Well, they're going in. They're going in. So they're you're attacking them. Uh, yeah. Figure they would swoop down at Mr. Slatty Batty. Batty so you Slatty. order you order them to attack the bad frog. Indeedums. Okay. They swoop down at the big bad frog. Let's open up the giant eagle sheet here real quick. They make two attacks. One with talons. Two one attacks. With yeah. Beak. So why don't you go ahead and make us four attacks, two with talons, two with beak. All right. So it's going to be beak, talon, beak, talon is the order it goes in. Okay. Here comes the first. Two 14s. As two misses as this blue frog swats at them and they it sort of hesitates and doesn't connect with this blow. Okay. And then, ooh, an 18 and a natural 20. So both of those are going to be hits. One is a crit. So that okay. uh, talon, talon is a critical is a crit. hit. All right, so bite first is... You haven't actually done that much damage to this guy yet, right? So... You really haven't, no. All right, so the first one is nine damage with the bite. Okay, nine damage with the bite. And the talons on a crit is going to be 16 points of damage. 16 points of what kind of damage? Um, it is slash. The first one slash. is piercing. Okay, got it. Look kind of hurt. Looks like you go. ripped part of it open. Go Eagles. Okay. End of the eagle's turn. Um, next up, Spark. It's Spark's turn. Okay. Um, I turn holding the cards this door away. shut. Yeah. Uh, I turn the cards like, and uh, and I say, uh, it's pretty resistant to my last thing, but we'll see how this goes. Uh, plug yours real quick. And uh, I uh, like take my sword and my shield and I just like smash them together as I like literally say kapow and cast eight levels to thunder wave. Um, okay. Expelling all of the sparking energy from me. Actually, first, what I'm going to do, if it's all right, I would like mm -hmm. to use my bonus action to turn my fir a first level spell into two sorcery points. So I have three again okay. to be able to okay. have disadvantage again on uh, on the doctor on his okay. uh, constitution okay. DC 14 save. Okay. As this, and also, unfortunately, uh, the, I'm going to move to here uh, and the eagle, one of the eagles is going to unfortunately be in the area. Gotcha. So let's but go ahead and DC 14 constitution saving throw that it, it, it by your mechanic would have disadvantage on? Yes. I'm okay. expending all three of my sorcery points. Okay. I'm going to roll it. This creature is real tough. 
No. It, it's saved. Stop it. It's saved. <laughs> it um as you do this to this creature, mm-hmm. it reaches out in your direction with a clawed hand through the bars like just trying to get at your face and yeah. messes you up in the middle of your casting as you recoil and it looks at you like blah, 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 blah. it's being harried from all sides but it has enough attention to lash out at you uh well it still takes 12 points of thunder damage okay Zap! and it let's see that was half damage that's the half um, damage okay yeah so it's still it, so it is looking a little total. fried and cut up now um, I might as well use my action surge to yeah. use a, I think I'm gonna, this thing isn't wearing metal or armor or anything, no, right? it is almost naked. It looks like it's wearing scraps yeah. of clothing. Okay. Um, I'll just, uh. It's actually, just, it's wearing uh, a little belt and it has a little book on a, on a belt, you notice. It's modest. Modest. Hmm. It's modest. Okay. Um, I'm gonna just uh, say to it, do you know where you are? As uh, I uh, use a uh, mind slipper again, which is intelligence save DC 14. That's a fail with a 93. All right, um, so that's 2d6 damage of psychic. That's a five and a three, so eight psychic damage. Nice, it's definitely looking more hurt now. Off its next save. And that's okay. my thing. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to write that down. Definitely going to help you out there. It really is going to help you out there. Cool. That minus. Okay. So next up. Oh, I need to make a wild, hmm? wild ma- magic surge. Make that wild, wild magic save. Magic. Tell us what you get. The DC is still one. That's a nine. So we're good. My okay. sparks turn back to normal. <laughs> All right. So, next up, round three, Bart. Artemis. Okay. Top. Top, top, top of round three. We're just cruising. cruising um, okay. Cruising. Um, this fence that my snake just ran into, what's, does it look like I could slip through it due to the fact that I am small or no? No. I mean, it's, it's designed to keep humanoids, including halflings, which your daughter was imprisoned in here, you know, from if they were to get out of their cell, from just waltzing out into the hallway. So no, it is okay. not. Okay. Um, let's see. What is the action to mount something? Could I get on top of my snake here? Karzalek, why don't you walk us through that? Oh, mounting a creature? It's a cost an amount of movement equal to half your speed. Speed, half your speed, yeah. Okay, so I think I could do that. Just get on top of my snake. Bonk. Um, okay. And you mount then. On top of the staff snake. Yep, I'm getting on top of him, and I'm just going to, like, go. Oh, get through the defense. Just, like, you know, egging it mm-hmm. on. Um, okay. Uh, I will. All right, so uh, Bart is running up to jumping on Absu Snake, guiding Absu okay. Snake to give him guidance for his next check to bow, pass through the, the fence. Got and it, then bonus it, action, upcasting Healing Word on Blue Snake. Okay, cool. Okay, Blue Snake, so, Healing Word. At second level. Okay. So we're going to do for Blue Snake. Um, 
it's just plus your casting. Right. All right, so Blue Snake is healed for 12 base. Okay. Healing so, up that tank out there. So, so it goes to 20, no, it goes to 35. Okay. And then all of my allies in this area, within 30 feet of the totem. Mm-hmm. So everybody. Yep, all my allies are going to get healed for an additional five. So okay. It. So it's going to go back up to 40 HP. Wow. Okie dokie. Very nice. Bloop. And that'll be Bartster. Okay, moving right along. Karzalek, you are bracing this door still. He's bracing the door, but as he sees Opsu and Bart going to town on this more rickety segment, it's pretty apparent to him that it this has become not so... This has become like a get Molly out. Like, he sees where Bart is clearly coming from. So he's going to take a small step back from bracing this, you know, this sturdy part of the gate. He's going to, where he's standing, he can see the junction right where like this pre-built sturdy part kind of meets the rickety part. Yep. Yep. And he's going to make an attempt to try, much like how Opsu was, to try to bust that okay. joint and see if he can bring the gate down. So sure. Bart and the 11 that uh, the Opsu got before was not completely useless. So I'm going to say with your good description here and the previous effort of the big snake, go ahead and make this check with advantage. Strength check with advantage. All righty. Mm-hmm. Bada bing, bada boom. That's, wow, 213. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Clang, clang. Now it's clear. One more good push as you sever some of the weak welds on this thing. One more good push from something. Doesn't even need to really get it that dead on. Just could push this thing right over. All right. And um, I think that was his action. Okay. So that's that's it. End of turn. Okay. Next up, Blue Snake. Blue will try one more time to constrict. Okay. Really this time after being fully healed. Nope. It's an eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wriggle, 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 I'm wriggle. Trying and, the, so hard. and the blue slot is so frustrated with it. Like, why won't you leave me alone? And just like wrestling with it. Hey, blue but slot. they can't. Oh, the frog person. Mm. It's definitely said slot before a couple of times. Here, but yes, absolutely. <laughs> he's, <laddy>. laddie. Uh, <laughs> he's a slatty laddie. So this frog man, he's very frustrated with the snake. And uh not going to take this. He's not going to take this from you, Chick. I mean, it's the snake that's doing it. It's not me. Uh, He's not taking it from you or any snake. Okay. (laughs) Whatever. Fine. All right. That's probably more or less what it does. Mm -hmm. It's it's its turn. All right. It's starting to get real frustrated here. So what it's going to do is it's going to try to eat this snake alive. It's really, it's really tired of blue snake. Like a big noodle. It's going to like a big, big noodle. Goodbye, big noodle. Is it like the the lady in the tramp scene? Are they sort of yeah, I think so. Yes. Who's on the so other end? That's a fifteen end? on the die for a claw <laughs> attack coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, hit it. Uh, that is going to be twelve slashing damage. All right. Okay. Down to twenty-eight. That's another hit, same on the die. That is another uh, 13 slashing damage. 15. Okay, and then a bite attack coming in. Uh, 
19 on the die. Here we go. Sorry, 18. 18. Trick of the light. 18 on the die. Shit damage roll. Nine piercing okay. damage. Down to six. Oh, damn it. That was so close. <laughs> Better damage roll. Could have killed the blue snake. Stay and then stay. I would have killed one of your four minions. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, all good. All right. you, you spent three turns attacking the snake. It's all good. Yeah, well, it's it's <laughs> what would this creature do, you know? So it's it roars in futility. Next in the order is Crow, invisible, holding this thing. Molly. Um, I see various people trying to smash down the the gate. So I'm going to ready an action. Mm. I'm going to get a little closer and ready an action to just dash through any opening that Got appears it. as soon as Ready to action. Chance. Okay. Solid. Next up, it's Upsu. You going to bash it down, Upsu? All right. Here comes the 1d20 plus 1d4 plus 4 <laughs> check to smash through the thing. 25! Yes. Yeah! Woo! Good <laughs> And Absu surges through the weakened gate. You are staging a prison break one way or another out of this place. I think Bart is just like howling, like, whoa, 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 and just like zipping through. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. It's good. I think it's good to fail yeah. a few times, you know, because then when you succeed, it's all the sweeter. It's a great kind of non-visual of Crow, like just yeah, running through the, the, the debris in the wake that, you know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> okay. Uh, just kind of like drifting behind the snake. <laughs> Move yourself where, the, where you'd like to be then as a reaction there. You've, you've um, readied five, it. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. So I guess I readied one movement worth because it's a dash, yep. right? So yeah. Yep. I moved yep. 30 feet. Um, okay. well, I, I think you could ready a dash. So that would be because you're halved because you're carrying Molly. Or Can't, is that... right? I'm pretty sure because mm. da a dash is technically a bonus action. Wait. It's two a actions dash to dash. Is... Isn't it? A dash is a dash is you spend your standard action to, to be dash, able to make your movement double. Is it pretty uh, ready? But, but then you can't. But then you can't take a movement action. You can't. That's very silly. You can't. You can move, but you can't dash. You can't go sixty feet. You can go thirty feet. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll only move thirty. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. going. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fine. That's fine. I think that's very. It's very. That's one of those like different tables probably play that different ways. Yeah. Hey, write in strangers rolling dice at gmail.com. Can you ready a dash? Technically, right? Um, because yeah, we've done it before. Actions. I know I've done it. It's an action that you're ready, podcast. and it right. Your I don't think why not. So uh, I mean, yeah. double your move. I don't know. That's weird. That was your. I think you should be able to ready a dash. I yeah. I'm I'm the GM, so I mean, do you want to move that extra thirty feet? Um, I would have um a not quite thirty left, but yeah, sure. I think you should because, like, narratively, yeah, I'm, I'm it makes sense. Then. It's sure. yeah, okay. I, so I, I'm doing nothing with my turn besides moving. Because I mean, Molly actually, is small I, and incapacitated, I'm not even going to worry about like if you were moving like a half orc, you know, grappling them or something. Yeah, yeah I mean, you're it's, just it's moving. Like, you're just. I've moving. carried heavier things in my yeah. backpack before. Yeah, um, you're you're moving fine. Like your kilt uh, of Joby. <laughs> oh, oh wow! Way to bring is, Zach down in a high moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fair, that that is weightless. There's no, no weightless. Uh, there you go. It's not, it's not DAP 
that style away. But um, I think I'll say oh, 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 I love this conversation. Uh, I think man. one easy way of looking at the rules for the dashing, by the way, is like if I yes. just delayed my delayed my turn, I could have also just double moved. Yes. So I think like, that this makes sense. You could ready a dash. In the same yeah. way you could ready a, any other action on your action list. Yeah. Okay. That's all I do though. Okay, you and and visually here. You run the fuck down the hallway. You're halfway well, down to the next not, not room. Not quite visually, but... Well, okay. How about uh, <laughs> the omniscient listeners? Our vision. omniscient mm. listener knows that. Yeah, yeah. Audibly, we hear Audibly. puffing and, <laughs> and some pebbles falling. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Clatter, clatter. And, and from Crow's perspective, we visually see... Visually on know, the podcast medium, what you see. <laughs> visually <laughs> on the podcast medium. So what, 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 uh, what, what Crow sees here is ahead, there's the card table and the couches with the skeleton propped up like playing cards. So, moving right along, ready to action goes off. Slod does its turn. Snake does its turn. Next up is the giant eagles. Caw, caw, caw. Two, two sets of attacks, yeah. Two sets of attacks. Oh, I always Excuse make me. the same goddamn mistake. Here we go again. Uh, okay. Bite talent, bite talent. Bite talent, bite talent. Let's just walk them through one at a time. That's a 10 and a 7. Bite so coming in. Misses. Uh, 10 and a 7, yeah, from the first one. And then 19 and a 9. So a 19 so on the bite. Yes, so 1d6 plus 3. Eight points of piercing damage Eight for the bite. points of piercing damage. <laughs> you, you have an eagle bite this thing. I sure do. <laughs> you sure did it. All right, next up. It's Spark's turn. End of round three. Okay. This has been a long um, combat. The blue slot is like, is it touching the metal gate that I'm like bracing not, right now? Not like really in firm contact with it. Occasionally but it, it has is touching it. Like uh, currently? Well, this is just for flavor anyways. I would like to okay. reach my hand through it and cast shocking grasp on it. I'm going to okay. say... Uh, Let's say it reaches out and you're makes here. Okay. Or, wait, no. I can feel you here. I can and, feel uh, you here. Okay. And, and zap. Um, and yeah, make an attack roll. But for flavor, I would like to electrify the gate while he's touching it. Okay. You go ahead and make that attack then. I rolled that 20. Oh! Spicy. Yes. That's, that's awesome. Uh, so that's uh, 4d8. Well, so wait, we need a... Hold on a second. Card, card, card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, oh, yeah. my dog apparently needed to go out at that one moment. So, <clears throat> so yeah, you wow. roll a nat 20. Let's draw a crit card. You don't have, you have multiple attacks? I don't. I'm just a sorcerer, you just weak a sorcerer. fighter. Okay, so crit hit card for players from Nord Games. And this what is, kind of attack uh, is it? Piercing or damage. lightning damage? A magic attack. I love the magic crit cards from this deck. Fun. Blast of power. Ooh. Double damage. So what we've ruled in the past was on the cards that just say something like double damage, when that's supposed to be the normal crit that we have. Well, we've ruled, I believe, in one episode of a Candlekeep Adventures and in one of the early, early sessions of SRD, 
the main the main adventuring group, we've ruled that that is quadruple damage because what? getting a card that says double damage is just kind of like that's what we do normally, you know. <laughs> so double of the double damage. So how many? I would like to roll the d8. How many d8 is that? What's your normal damage? Uh, two d8 for so a you'd be rolling eight d8. That's a oh, fireball. It is. Mm -hmm. I think that, does it, everyone is, this, agree with this, this interpretation? Is Crow, this right? is how Crow yeah, has cantrip for King. fifty damage in the past. Yeah. 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 Well, because here. so, well, like, let's just for context here, the melee slashing crit on the same card is sweep the legs, maximum damage, and the target must make a DC twelve dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the target is knocked prone. So, like, there's. It gets maximum damage. That's great value right there. Even just on a norm, we, we, we would rule that maximum critical damage. And then DC 12 dexterity saving throw. This one just says double damage. Why would that be worse think, than, you know, like, yeah. I, I think it's just I think poor that's wording. the feeling of the cards. Yes. I think that um, this is going to be fun until a player gets one shot by a cantrip. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? No end. one's died yet 50-something <laughs> episodes in, so exactly. I'm, I think that is a low enough chance that it could yeah, still be fun know. after that. Whatever. It's a lottery. We're, we're chilling. There are other right. things that can do massive damage in this game that have that potential anyway. It's just another one of those fun, spicy things brought to you by Nord Games. Totaling it up. I rolled as many dice as a player before. <laughs> you know, what's funny is I, I think when I rolled my maximum damage rolls, we the card said quad damage, so I was rolling. Yeah, four. there there is quadruple damage in here. I should have eight though by this stretch now. Man, I did not. I think there might have been quadruple eight. damage and something else though, but I might be wrong. Maybe maybe uh, I am wrong. Let's let's have a, a post game discussion about this, yeah. but keep it moving right now. I rolled great, or I rolled not great, but I got 25 lightning damage <laughs> as I'm just lighting up the uh, the gate here as he just briefly like touches it or something. Okay, so sorry, say the total one more time for me. 25 lightning 25. damage. 25. Oof. Okay. Um, it is really looking not so great oh. at this moment. It's it's not on the doorstep of death, but it yeah. is not looking good either. Okay. Um, well, it can't take reactions, so I'm going to uh, okay. kind of retreat in the direction that everyone else is. I think to just kind of be in a defensive position, I'm going to like 5, 10, 15, I guess what I can say is 20, it's bloodied now. 25, <laughs> 30. So I'm going to get to like right in the way of this uh, opening in between okay. uh, the retreating party members. You and move the outside. Yes. Dying blue slot. Yeah, I, okay. I get beyond through the busted gate. Okay. As it's Beginning... probably just like stunned and like shaking a little bit because it can't take reactions. Okay, so there is uh, that's that's the end of your turn then. Yep. All right, that's round it. four. Bart. Bartimus Fudimus. <clears throat> You got a lot of animals on the field here, bud. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of animals. One, two, three. Uh, got a couple options here. Please bear with me. This is hard to decide. 
I mean, yeah. Let me put it this way, Che. You have a lot of HP out there on the field. I w if I was in your position, I don't usually tell these kind of this, this kind of stuff, but like, what can you do to damage this guy? Right? I mean, like, hey Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a bunch of creatures out here attacking this thing. I don't know. I don't think yeah. you understand how my build works. <laughs> no, I do know how your build works, and you. I will say you have successfully met the condition of making this creature busy with creatures and sustaining those creatures. <laughs> yes. So I am going to. Drop off of Abisu the snake next to Spark. I am going to, as an action, use uh, Emboldening Bond on okay. cards alike and the two eagles. So as long okay. as y'all are within 30 feet of each other, you get to add a D4 to an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving there throw. You go. Oh, nice. Emboldening bond right. on the eagles and, and Karzalek. And then we'll bonus action, healing word again at level two. Okay. On Blue Snake. Okay. All right. So here comes the healing. 11 points of healing. So up to 17 plus five, back up to 22. And everybody gets okay. plus five HP in our little circle as well. All of my allies. Very Whoa. nice. Plus five. I'm back at full now. Yep. Um, and keeping that healing up. That is going to be Bart's turn. Very good. Buffing and healing. I dig it. Okay. Next up, Karzalek. You've been bracing and bracing. You you batted a little bit earlier. What are you gonna do? We're good. We're gonna you keep batting this thing down. Yeah, Cars is gonna see. He sees uh, Bart uh, coming back and cast throwing spells and making him feel all bold and em emboldened and stuff and bonded. <laughs> and he he sees Spark dash from behind him. So he's he's only he's thinking Spark is just you know Leroy Jenkinsing it straight into the fray. So <laughs> Cars is he's like, all right, yes, we're gonna do this. We're gonna save the people of Schloss Gletcher and of Kasur. So he's gonna dash out here five ten. Uh, okay. 15, 20, and he's going to come in full swinging at this thing. So, okay. is um, Ben, does flanking apply here? Yeah, yeah, it's surrounded. Okay. It's absolutely okay. surrounded. So, that will balance out the cursed disadvantage. So, he's coming in for, uh, with two attacks at normal. So, first okay. one is a 22 to hit. Very nice. That's a hit. Deal your damage. Yep. Seven bludgeoning and four fire for a total of 11. Okay, you see this fire squelch against its wet skin, and it seems like it's probably resistant to some of this elemental damage you guys have been throwing at it. Oof. But you do hit it pretty hard. All right, sweet. And then Cars is going to come in again. Oh, yeah. And thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, I was about to ask. So does that D4, does that add it before the roll? Yes, or? you have to just okay. state you're going to, and then you just add it to Okay, understood. All right, then yeah, he. Okay. I will definitely use it on the, uh, the extra attack right okay. here. So, um, which is ironically also twenty three, but I'm gonna roll that so twenty seven possibly. I said what I'm gonna do, so it's gonna be yeah, to twenty five. Yeah, that's also a hit, and that does All hit right. real good. Stick to the rules here for oh a thirteen okay. bludgeoning and four nice. fire. A clonk that time. That's a that's a bigger hit for sure. For a total of um, seventeen. Yeah. And he will apply the unwavering mark on this bad boy. So okay. disadvantage on any tax except him. against him. Very good. Okay. 
You hit him hard. It's looking uh, beyond bloodied now. It's getting getting near the end of its rope. Next oh, furry woodland creatures, take him down. <laughs> it is the blue snake. Probably the MVP of this combat. Blue snake. Let's freaking go. Uh, does blue snake get advantage now too? Yeah, there's, there's mega flanking. You got two aerial creatures, a dwarf, Yo, double fourteens. <laughs> Guess what? Its AC is Che. What is it? Is it fourteen? Fifteen. <laughs> That's quite funny. This blue snake has just tanked. I mean, that's, that's it. It's, it's, yeah, it's just a lot of HP. It has. <laughs> well, also, I had limited options until you guys surged out in here all of a sudden. Now I can do other stuff. But All right. Uh, Goddamn. That's, that's the big Snakeum's turns. Okay. Next up, it's the Slod's turn. And it's... he can only reasonably attack Karzalek here. So it's going to mm. attack Karzalek. Hmm. With three attacks. Claw Claw Bite. Bite. What's your AC? Just so we know ahead of time. 20, 20? Uh, 19. Cars is uh, 19. double fisting this blaze ball, so his shield is strong. Okay, okay. 19 AC. I think that's doable. I think that's doable. Let me just check my bonus before I roll here. I'm going to roll in front of you guys with the bonus because we're deep in this combat now. So this is a claw coming in with a plus eight to hit. Hmm. It's a 19 to hit. That's a hit. That's a hit with the first claw. We're going to roll the damage in front of you, too. This is 2d6 plus 5 slashing damage. It's 13 slashing damage as it rips into Karzalek. Where does it rip into Karzalek? A leg, an arm? I imagine like a shoulder. Shoulder. Right into the anchor shoulder pad from Rinko Bing, which goes clattering across the floor. Clang, 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 clang. I need you to make me a DC 15 constitution saving throw. Got this. That's a 13. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> okay. You are going to have your maximum HP reduced. Some good rolls right there. By 14. Wow. Okay. Got okay, it. so note that down. I'm going to note that down to yeah, max HP cars minus 14. Okay. That was attack number one, correct? Yes. <laughs> okay, attack number two is coming in a second claw. That is a three on the die so that's gonna miss clang and you i think you just bat it out of the way with your new blaze ball bat then it's going to open its mouth and try to bite down on your head yummy here we go mm, 18 no that's just not enough just not enough. Okay, so that's a hit, miss, and a miss. It regenerates a little bit of HP during this turn. But it does look still pretty weak. 
Moving right along, it is Crow who is way down the hallway. It's your turn. I keep moving, and um, you keep moving. And there's a, a rule that I didn't know, I didn't remember that I saw Michael use, which oh, yeah? uh, I want to use, which is you can convert um, uh, oh. spell slots to points. Uh, how does that work? Yes, the bonus like action, in, right? Like casting, yeah, you can convert spell I, I, slots. I have level one into, slots currently, so what you, can, yeah, you can turn those into sorcery points. Special one into two sorcery points. Okay. I will do that. And vice versa too, right? Can't you turn yes, sorcery points into spell into, slots? Yeah. yeah. I have forth. a sorcerer that I play as my only PC, and I love doing that. It's yeah. so great having a well still, of extra magic juice. Yeah, still still learning here. So yeah, I do that. Yeah, and After moving. And that's it. Okay. You move on up. I'll move Molly's token with you. You are now standing by the card table. To your left is this really neat and tidy looking in some ways. Uh corridor where every single person in all the cells they're all dead and there's blood on the floor yum yum you need to make your way out okay yeah, and, and, and these bars were uh shut tight right they're shut tight they look like they're okay. locked and they also look like they've never been damaged whereas yeah. the ones to the south look like maybe something happened and they yeah, fixed I, it. I had a misty stepped into that room before yep you misty but, stepped um, into here and investigated at the end of this hallway past all the dead people in their cells and yeah. the shackles built into the wall was a seal very much like the lens, the lens on the end of the barge the lens on the top of the pyramid yeah, something to come okay. back and puzzle out. And yeah. it was broken, broken in it this was, case, too. Right. It was broken here as well. Uh, you saw on, on the pyramid, it was cracked. The one yeah. on the barge looked like what Nano's characters were delivering was an intact lens. Okay. Hmm. So, moving it right along. Interior snake, which is now exterior snake. One, two, Move, moves down three, towards four, five, six. I think technically, by the rules of the game, it would not be able to fit all the way in there. Just you know, passable yeah, I think, terrain. I think it could could it go there or could it go there? That's like this is a wall. These are walls. Yeah. All right. So, so it's gonna go there. Okay. It goes like into the. Here into the room, the laboratory beyond, and like huddles in close. The laboratory. I mean, I guess technically it could go underneath the eagle, right? Because the eagle is flying. True, it could go underneath the eagle. Yes, that's why so the eagle's overlapping with the other it'll snake. Du so. It'll double okay. move and get to there and then chill. I'll move it to, wait, so like, there you go. So this is sure. wall two. And uh, it's not yeah. super clearly marked, but it, you can kind of see. Um, so there, you're fully occupying the three square wide hallway to the south of the slot. There you go. Surrounded, totally surrounded. surrounded. <laughs> Absolutely surrounded. <laughs> Let's right. keep things moving. It is now the giant eagle's turn. Bring us home, giant eagles. All right. So I'm going to roll both um, beak attacks first for both eagles okay. because I'm then going to add my 1d4 attack bonus to the claw attacks for both of them. Okay. So here comes both up. both bite attacks. Uh, 24 and a 16. 24 and a 16. So both, uh, of, both those of those are hits. hits. Yeah. So that's going to be 9 damage and 7 damage. What kind of damage for each of those? Piercing for both Piercing of those. 9 and 7. So that's a total of uh, 16. Okay. Uh, and then here math. come 
the two claw attacks come in with a plus 1d4 to the attacks for both of them. Okay. 25 and a 17. Both of those are hits. Okay. It's, they're starting to rip into the back of this big frog as he's swarmed by snakes and squaring off with Karzalek. Like, imagine like that. his arms are being grasped at by snakes on either side, and Karzalek is squaring off right there in front of him. The eagle's going slash Yep. That's uh, 14 points of slashing damage, followed by 9 points of slashing damage. So that puts us at a total then of uh, 23. 23. Okay. It falls to its knees. It is so close to death right now. But it's not there. It heaves big, heavy breaths. And you see in this in death throes its blood is is like this bluish black gross next up it's spark get him spark okay um i'm going to uh from where i'm standing uh use my sparking energy and like uh, do a extra bit of sparking as I point at it with my uh, sworded okay. hand still, and Very nice. uh, and uh, just like uh, say I know you're there, and uh, cast a chill touch. I'm gonna use tides of chaos too, so I have advantage on this. Okay, um, because I want to damage it. Oh, I didn't roll great. Oh, that one's pretty good, though. Uh, okay. 24 to hit. That'll hit. Okay. And then... you know what? Yeah. Unless you do less than four damage. I well, want you to describe it's possible. to possible. I'm rolling 2d8. <laughs> so roll me 2d8. No, I believe okay. in you. And what kind of damage? Uh, necrotic <laughs> damage. Go ahead and roll a 2d8. That's a one. <laughs> oh, my God. Roll better than a three. I rolled an eight. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Describe yeah. your kill. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, as I as I point at it, like in my sparks, like kind of surge throughout, like my body and different joints, kind of like exploding and sparkling. Uh, this spectral hand just shoots forward and just grasps around the uh, slod's neck. As it's already like on the ground, it just like pulls it to the ground and it just slumps over. <laughs> lifeless as like the color kind of disappears from uh its okay. skin and stuff and it just slumps on the ground face down and the eagles and snakes rip it to shreds <laughs> very good and you are out of combat loot the lab so let's first check oh, yes. in with Crow and Molly booking it down the hallway. So Continue think, to where you'd like to be. Yeah, I think like even if she would have the chance at hearing this combat end, you know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. with it not being clear, she still like does not think it's safe to be she here. Just, yeah, she just continues booking it. So, hey, move yourself where you'd like to be. 60. There we go. Okay, so you move up towards a staircase that leads up towards that pentagram star with moons etched in blood underneath a statue that's been defaced. 
Yep. Okay. I'm pretty far away at this point, too, I think. You are. You're over 100 feet away. So hopefully it's not like another one waiting right here. <laughs> <laughs> the good doctor meet the good nurse. Uh, I can see invisible things. The <laughs> eagles grip the entrails of the frogs and majestically soar into the air some 40 feet till they reach the top of this chamber and rain blood above you. Mm, Majestically, shit right there. I love it. The snakes are crimson, but amongst that blood is this blue-black grossness. And as we zoom back in on Bart Fudd and Spark and Karzalek Grotze, we see Karzalek reach over towards his shoulder and feel the wound he got struck by this monster. Some of this blue-black ichor intermingles with your blood now, and you feel a feverish tinge. All right. I'm going to I'm going to request a cinematic moment here. Mhm. So, keeping this all in mind, uh Ben, if this flies with you, I think you could probably narrate it better than I could. But I was wondering if Bart or Car, not Bart. Sorry, I apologize. Cars uh, at the party's meeting with the actual Sky Spirit Opsu, Cars was given the Serpent's blessing. It's a one. It's a one use, one shot blessing that recreates the potion of vitality that cures any Ooh. disease or poison affecting you. <laughs> And there's a whole like time, there's a yeah. there's a whole hit die kind of factor to it yeah, that doesn't really yeah, matter yeah. right now. Um, but if there, I was wondering if we could um, perhaps in this moment deep in the bowels of this unforsaken prison. Yes. You know, as cars is he feels this this slot poison start to overtake him. Maybe Opsu mm-hmm. decides to have a little mercy on our prefect okay. here. And uh, you want to cash that in now? If I may. You may. And Karzalek, I think, feeling this wound on your shoulder, like, this is a deep cut, and you feel this ichor, you pull your hand away, and it, like, it's like snot. It's, it must have been inside this thing's talons. It's disgusting. And now it's inside you. Maybe you fall to one knee. And at that moment, the two snakes on either side of you coil around you. Bart, you're looking around like, "Eh, Molly's gone! And you see your snakes swirling into a helical pattern around Karzalek. And for a brief moment, Spark, Bart, Karzalek, you all shield your eyes as this intense golden glow pierces the horrible, dank mist here. And Karzalek, you feel your cut has been cleansed. Wow. On top of that, Bart, you look on with awe. Like, these are, this is, you've never heard stories of these creatures 
these artificial snakes, these summoned snakes behaving in ways like this. Normal serpents in, in the normal world. They're not magical creatures, typically. But your perception of things has been maybe altered a little bit lately. And you look past their coiling forms and you see the laboratory beyond. On the table in the middle of this next room, directly across from where you've been fighting, there's a table with a staff on top of it. And I think we just see like the camera zoom in a long gate. As Bart fixes his gaze on this other serpent staff. Hmm. Then the camera rack focuses back to see <laughs> Bark looking at the mouth of this slot and maybe pulling out a, a tooth if it looks safe. <laughs> you reach in and you grab what you feel like is a tooth and your hand slips a little bit and you grab onto something a little bit larger and harder. It must have been at the back of its throat, like rammed in through the back of its head and you pull out this object. It is a clay cylinder covered in horrible ichor. What? Etched with symbols. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, Spark's eyes widen like all the discs in their eyes just totally rotate and dilate as they uh, (laughs) turn their head and look at everyone else who might have been looking and just hold this sloppy soaking clay uh, cylinder and just look incredulously at everyone. It's a lot going on right now. I want you guys to take the lead here on what happens next. This is our, I also know it is a little late here. I want to um, be gracious to that. So. I have a question. I sent you yes. a DM because it's kind of like, oh, yeah. let me, let me it check. could be a fun yeah, yeah, surprise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. Interesting thing, so. Okay. Uh, okay, reading it. Reading. Downloading. I think for what it's worth also, Bart <clears throat> Bart is not uh, really on the looting the dungeon stage of things. He is pretty much, now that he's seen Molly and she's here, but now she's not here again and she left with yeah. Crow, Bart is going to just like snap his fingers, dismiss uh, Blue Snake's summon, and then convert Absu back into a stick, grab the stick, call down one of the two eagles, jump on the eagle, and start. Okay, so you immediately mobilize to go and find Molly. I'm going after, and I'm just yelling after him, like, Crow, where are you? And so, Crow, you reach the, as this is all transpiring, I want to say you reach the altar with the pentagram and the defaced statue. Bart, you hop on an eagle, and you fly down the length of the hallway to the point where you can see this altar as well, and you call out, though you cannot see where Crow is. Mm-hmm. 
Invisibarole. What happens next? I, as Spark, seeing Spark pull like this thing off the slot, Cars, he, he, Cars looks at him and just claims and like you know exclaims out, "Oh, good, good thinking, Spark. Maybe there's something on this thing that could give us hints on how to help the people." And Cars is gonna try rummage in the guts and gore. And you mentioned there was like a little book hanging off off this. There was a book hanging off there, like there. So you notice they're wearing clothes. This this blue slot was wearing clothes that seemed like they've ripped apart as their form grew larger and larger, almost like a famous comic book hero that you might be able to draw some comparison to. Uh. The doctor who gets really chonky and blue or another color. Um, Sparks up the side and lets cars go to town on this body and is like kind of <laughs> looking at the clay thing, but then like rotates their head around three or 180 degrees and watches uh, Bart take off down the corridor and says to cars, What about your friends or our friends? Almost second handedly, the. the They'll, they'll be all right. We'll, we'll meet them outside. But what matters now is we need to find what's happened to these people. How can we, how can we help them? We, we can't leave them here. There has to be an answer. And as cars will probably try to find, yeah, maybe there's a potion, a key. Here, spell in the sword. <laughs> that might help. <laughs> okay. Kind of so hard with a bat to get inside the thing, you know? The two of you exchange, uh, ideas and tools down here and you want to do what exactly uh cars i mean after searching this thing he'll probably dash into the lab but he just wants to so find and dash in the lab yeah is there anything in here that can give them a hint on how to help these people y you grab the one thing that seems to be still attached to this thing's body it's like a, a long leather strap that's frayed and stretched out but is holding a book in a little satchel Okay. I'll take the book. Uh, yeah, what kind of uh, what kind of text, what kind of script are we looking at here? Well, if you open it up, there is a fair amount of writing within. But before we resolve that, yes. <laughs> I wanna I wanna take a little gander up north here. Okay, so Bart just yelled out, "What now? Like where? Where are you?" Kind of stuff. Yeah, I kind of have a gander that you ran away with Molly, so I'm just yeah, like, yeah. Hey, you told me. Go for it. Um, I think Crow is just still panicking her voice as well, and she just yells out, "It's not safe in here, Bart. We have to leave." And and uh, I'm going out the entrance. Okay, I mean, like I think un she's unwilling to give up her invisibility safety blanket with Molly in it. At the I make a can I make a perception check to see if I can try to like kind of see where it's coming from. Sure, you can make a perception check to try to determine where you hear like, this voice coming from, whereabouts. Yeah, I think, like, hearing it shouldn't be hard, right? Sure, yeah, it's, it's ahead of you somewhere, okay, yeah. but perception check to tell us, story-wise, what gotcha. that means. Yeah, Bart Bart would like to, like, land with the eagle, like, over here, and just be like, get on! We're fly out! Okay. They, they can see you, Bart. I'm, I'm not so sure. Let's just leave. Let's leave first. All right, well, Bart will just fly out, then zoom. Or okay, so Bart flies out the room. No perception I'm not check sure to how exactly. Far it is to uh, 
like how far out it is to outside. It's another, um, like you know, the... couple couple hundred feet, few okay. hundred feet. Cool. So it's not like so, an hour walk or anything. No, 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 no. You're just inside this passageway. It seems like this tree has grown over the top of whatever this building was on top of this rise in Bolo Um, So you guys both exit? I'm, I'm in the process of trying to exit here. So Bart exits, yes. Gersh. You, you whoosh out into... I believe I might be wrong. I believe it was like fading daylight. It was still light outside when you uh, were arriving here. And Barry, you arrive outside. There's, there's um, just beautiful swampland as far as the eye can see. Um, It's still. You look around and and you can see in the horizon there's the city of Bulabadur, whatever's left of it. Some people living in it. Some fires. Lights inside the houses. You're flying on this eagle. It's this beautiful view of the basin you haven't seen before. You look down and you're waiting for your your daughter and her friend who's accompanied you this whole way to come out. And a few moments pass and nothing happens. You just wait. What do you do? I mean, I think Bart would wait for 10 seconds and then just shout crow again and then maybe land. Crow, where are you? I'm here. And just flapping around with the eagle, trying to get off as fast as he can. Okay. Does anything happen, Zach? Do you, um, does anything? I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. Okay. No, I don't think, I don't think she answers quite yet. So there's this silence. Ten more seconds pass. You know something's not right. What does Bart do? I mean, I think Bart would just, like kind of be like flailing about like just running towards the entrance if there's mm-hmm. no response it's like bro bro where are you where's molly where, where are you why won't you answer me where? okay uh, you're shouting around looking around yeah. and we see the sun begin to set behind the edge of the crater Inside this structure, we see in the mists of a distorted garden, a haze move through this fog that hangs here. This ripple moves quickly and quietly. 
they eventually reach what looks like a pile of refuse. And laid softly down on this pile. A crate behind her head with a prime water pea. We see the unconscious form of Molly Fudd. We hear Bart shout for his daughter outside. And we see that scene again can't hear anything as he looks around frantically and then out of invisibility crow emerges if you're on the map it's on the top right over here she stands over molly's limp unconscious form and unfolding from behind her head is a web of shadowy antlers, one after the next, like a thousand-petal lotus asking for death. She knows what she must do. What happens here, Zach? I think we see Crow um, lean down and whisper something to Molly and kiss her on her forehead. And then very quietly takes out her old family rapier and hesitates for a moment, holding it. And then she just kind of lets herself Let's gravity do the work. And she falls forward and slides it right through Molly's skull. And then as quickly as she's done that, she lets go and moves away. And mutters a few, actually not mutters a few words, uh, makes a few arcane gestures and vanishes again. See you next week. That's it. <laughs> we just saved her. <laughs> well, I mean, I always said Crow had to find Molly. Didn't say why. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, so post credit, why did oh, Crow just release our Fromi? Wow. Wow.
flowing cape, wrapping her small form up. A few bracelets and adornments on her arm without a hand, but otherwise plain and reserved in her formal wear. Molly Fudd, heading towards a party. She stands with her hand staying herself against the railing as the funicular climbs higher and higher up the slope of Angora Bay. Her red hair blows about in the sweet, warm, tropical wind, and she looks out over the town, sinking into the sea, and she smiles. question is we have mm-hmm. giant eagles and they're not carrying the halflings to safety they're not, not, they're not. we could we could we could easily jump on if you want to go jump maybe on during your turn maybe yeah. these are the kind of giant eagles that would want to just pick up the snakes and pose dramatically like over yeah. some sort of like insignia or something if, instead. if anybody wants to take the initiative to jump on one of the eagles <laughs> just go for it anytime if they Black happen to be down. carrying if they happen to be carrying molly it'll probably <laughs> fly away with you my name is Bart Fudd. Please jump on my eagles. Yeah. I don't know if uh, I don't know if she's thinking of that. That's better. Like, it's better. I mean, the thing is, again, matter of like, can it carry two persons too? You know, it's like a lot. The carrying capacity of a giant eagle.